Hey everybody, this is Liliana Milleva and I'm excited to bring you Menopause Made Easy, a podcast designed to provide you tips and strategy to navigate the changes in woman's body, mind and spirit with more grace and ease. I appreciate you tuning in. Remember to like, subscribe and turn on your notifications so you are updated of each episode release. All right, let's dive in. And welcome for today. We talk about tips, suggestions, strategy, how to navigate in this challenging period in woman's life. If you are after 1450 with more grace and ease. I'm Diliana, I'm your host, and I'm a sleep expert and menopause coach, and I have a different guest and expert in my show to help you with the issue of menopause and how to overcome with more natural way. So today I have a very, very special guest, Lisa Baltazar, and I will allow her to introduce herself for our listeners. Okay. So hi, everybody. My name is Lisa Balthazer. I am a business coach and consultant who helps people grow and scale online and create ease and flow in their business and life. So I am so excited to be here today. I'm glad that you accept my invitation and you can share some of your experience during this challenging uh, period of woman's life. So let us know how was your experiencing during these years. Oh, goodness. It was actually challenging. You know, when I was growing up, my mom and my grandmother both had hysterectomies and I didn't really have anybody to ask questions to. And when I did ask my mom, she said, I don't know. (laughs) And I was like, well, that's just great. How am I supposed to know? (laughs) It was, you know, that was my experience. So everything for me was kind of a surprise. Yes, many of women, it's like that. Many of women, they don't talk at home. Uh, so you're prepared for our first period, but you're not prepared for our last period. I wasn't even prepared for the first period. But <laughs> yes, some of our women, it's also in prepared for first one. So yes, I definitely wasn't prepared for all the changes that happened at the end either. It came as a shock to me and it was quite an experience because I guess, you know, growing up, people don't really talk about this. And I didn't really know what to expect. And then when I asked, you know, my mom and she didn't have anything to add because that wasn't her experience. I just kind of left it at, you know, the things that you hear people say. And, you know, I would hear people say, oh, well, you know, your period gets less and less and, and all of that. So that's what I thought was going to happen, but that is not what happened to me. <laughs> What's happened to you? So what happened to me was it was like a faucet turned on. (laughs) I I actually, I seriously, it was so much so that, that it was a a little scary. I thought I was going to bleed to death. (laughs) I did. I mean, because when nobody warns you that this can happen and you're thinking that it's going to be less and less, and then it turns into more and more, you're like, why am I not normal? Why is this happening? And I'm thinking, well, if it's supposed to be less and less and I'm getting more and more, what is going on? And it was, it was actually pretty traumatic, actually. <laughs> yes, I can imagine. And then did you see the doctors? What they say? 
I think I remember mentioning it to my gynecologist. And I think she said something along the lines, well, it's different for every woman, you know, because she was really good and talked to me, but it still doesn't really prepare you because she was telling me, you know, for some women, you know, it becomes less and less. And for other women, you know, they get heavier periods. And I'm thinking, heavy? That's an understatement. (laughs) It was literally an understatement for me. It was more than heavy. It was like, a period like I've never had my whole life. And that I wasn't prepared for. So it was it was a little traumatic because it was just so much and I didn't know how to go about my day and keep it under control <laughs> because I still had to go to work. I still had to do all the things. It's a little stressful because it, it was just so much. And that's, I guess, what I wasn't prepared for. Uh, it is. It's, it is. It's many women is not prepared. They know what to do, what uh, what's happened, and what steps you take to solve this problem. I just actually just kind of went with the flow. And the other thing that I didn't mention: not only was it heavy, it lasted for like three weeks. <laughs> so, oh, wow. so I literally thought I was bleeding to death. But then I started asking other people that were my age or that may have gone through, because I didn't know what to do at this point. Because when your doctor tells you, you know, they gently say, oh, it's going to get, you know, they they give it to you gently, but they don't really tell you the reality of what it can be like. I really wasn't prepared, even though I did have a conversation. So I just kind of went with it. The funny thing was, I didn't want to transition. I did not want to go through menopause. I wanted to keep getting my period, keep my useful skin (laughs) and all the things. So not only was it, you know, the physical changes were traumatic, but mentally it was challenging also because I really felt like I had to come to terms with aging at that point. Yes, yeah. that's the thing. We relate the end of the period of end of our fertility and probably start aging. And you don't want to happen that fast. You don't know how long it's going to be. Yeah, you start to question uh, about uh, what now, what uh, I'm supposed to do, what is going to be my wife, probably. And how you felt in this moment, in this period of time? I just remember there being a lot of stress. For me, it was stress because just managing everything and then emotionally dealing with, I didn't really have a lot of, um, well, then again, thinking back, I was going to say I didn't have a lot of hormone fluctuations, but then thinking back, I may have, because it was a period when I was emotional, but I had a lot of things going on in my life at that time also. So, you know, I always had attributed to like just having like way too much on my plate but I think women of that age do have a lot on their plate. Yes. And yeah, I think when the hormonal changes come in, I don't know that they're very recognizable always because we have all these other things that we're responsible for and we're already feeling like we're crazy trying to get them all done. So I attribute it to that, but thinking back on it, when I'm thinking now, I'm thinking it was probably a lot of hormonal things because that was a time when I could literally, if I became overwhelmed, burst into tears. 
Yeah. And not so much now anymore. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Hopefully. 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 Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. 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 So, um, how you manage the stress actually? Did you do something for uh, relax uh, to manage stress management techniques? What you did actually to manage I, the stress? What I did was I exercised. I started exercising more at that period of time. And it was partly because vanity. <laughs> yes. As I'm just going to throw it out there. Okay. So when you realize your body is going through all of this, you know, you, you think, you know, I did anyway. I thought to myself, wow, I don't want the weight gain. I don't want, you know, all the things that you hear happen. I didn't want all of those things to happen. So I just started exercising. I'm like, no, I'm not going to gain weight. I'm going <laughs> to, I can't wait. Yeah. But th- is that help you with uh, heavy breathing or uh, well, other symptoms? Actually, what it did do, because I had a lot of severe cramping in addition to the heavy bleeding. So what it did do for me was it helped alleviate some of that pain because my whole life I suffered with really bad cramps. But at the end, when you would think they would be going away, it got worse. And honestly, didn't have time for that in my life. I know that sounds really sad, but I I didn't have time for that in my life. So the exercise actually did help with some of the cramping because it was such heavy bleeding. And I I guess that's what caused the severe cramping too, because it was such heavy bleeding. So I just exercised and I tried to relax. I took decisive action to actually sit still and relax, which is not typical for me, but it helped. It helped. So how often you did that? You take time for uh, that during the day, how you did that to relax, to do the exercise. Exercise, I made a point to do at least three times a week, three to four times a week. I actually scheduled it into my day. You know, fortunately, I do work from home, so I could schedule it into my actual day and didn't have to do it at night because I don't like exercising at night because I'm tired. (laughs) At night, I'm tired. I don't want to be exercising. So I did that. And for the relaxing part, I made a point to, if I felt excessive stress come on, I would make a point to sit still and close my eyes and just do breathing exercises. And I found that to be very helpful. But the good thing is when you get through it, you're like, in the moment, you know, it's stressful and, you know, you're going through all the things you know, honestly, you know, I was one of those people that I I didn't want to go through menopause. I didn't want to get old. I didn't want to, you know, because that's a sign that you're getting older. And I didn't want that to be the case. (laughs) But I'm going to be honest and say, I am so happy to not have to worry about all of those things anymore and have been gone through it. Life is so much easier now because you don't have to deal with all that craziness every month. (laughs) So, and I don't feel older. So all of those things that I told myself didn't necessarily happen. I mean, I did gain weight, but as you get older, a lot of people do gain weight. I did gain a little bit of weight, but I do still exercise. I was worried about, and I know, you know, we talked before, I was telling you, I was worried about the elasticity of my skin. Because when you're not getting the regular hormones that you had your whole life, I was so scared I would lose the elasticity of my skin. And I do see it. I do see the little gels. I see the things. But 
I thought it was going to happen overnight. And I was having a fit over this because I just was not ready for that. But it doesn't happen overnight. <laughs> yes, of course. Of course. I'm glad that you say that now you are happy. And uh, do you consider that as a gift mostly, not like a curse? And that's the most beautiful period of your time right now. Then what you envision and probably was scared that actually turned out that is the, the best time of your life. Yeah, it's freeing. It's very freeing, actually. Yeah, you feel more free, more uh, in so many other ways. So how you get beyond these fears and scarcity of the skin, of weight gain, of getting older? How you get beyond this and accept it, actually? You was resistant most in the beginning. I, and what's happened? What was the turning yeah, point? Yeah, unfortunately, you can't stop what's going to happen. So you you do have to go with it. But for me, it was a mental, it was a real mental challenge as far as like aging is concerned. Because even now at 57, I don't feel 57. And I guess I was worried that I was going to feel old. <laughs> like, I don't know. But mentally, that just never happened. So once I got through everything, I guess I realized what a gift it was not to have to deal with all of that. Like, I didn't want to let it go. Mm -hmm. But then once I got through it, I was grateful for the place that I was. Yeah. So what's happened usually? Because it's unknown, right? You know, it's scared with the know what's going to happen after that. How long is going to be? How are you going to feel? In the end of the day, you feel better. You feel more free. You're actually not so scary, right? Right. And I'm glad that you mentioned uh, how uh, that breathwork is helping you because uh, it's really amazing to have it. And so did you meditate by yourself or you find some groups? By myself. And I was listening to some people online. They had a little program that they did every week and I did that. It was helpful. There's a lot of resources out there to really help you. Yes, that's true. What yes. I found is the mindset though, like the whole mindset thing. It does matter. And when you decide that it's a gift, it is a gift. But if you hang on to, oh my gosh, I don't want this, which I was at first, then it tends to bring more trauma. So if you just embrace the time that you're in and go with it and see it for what it is, and it is a gift. And once you get through it, it's truly a gift because you don't realize how freeing it is until you get there. So what is the three things that you can suggest the woman who don't know what to do if they are not prepared like you? You felt that you're not prepared. What do you suggest them to do? I know a lot of women deal with hot flashes. I didn't deal with hot flashes. Don't hate me. <laughs> I didn't deal with hot flashes, but what I dealt with was just being hot all the time. Yes. I felt like I was just hot all the time. And for me, like I would just like walk outside in the middle of winter. Yes, this feels great. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to laugh at one of my school teachers for doing that. And then I turned into her. <laughs> so funny. I'm like, yes, it feels great out here when it's zero degrees. <laughs> oh my but, but yeah, so for somebody that suffers with hot flashes, that's, that's like a, a real thing. And I do realize that while I didn't go through that, I think one of the main things is to, is your diet. I think it's really important to 
really pay attention to your diet, especially when your body's going through a lot of hormonal changes, because that will affect your diet will affect how your body deals with it. So that's one of the things that I would say. Another thing is I would absolutely recommend exercising. I think exercise really puts your mind in a different place and it also helps your body. So when your body is going through all of these things, it's easier to manage it both mentally and physically if you're exercising. I did find that exercise did help me a lot. My other suggestion is find somebody that you can have a conversation with that can help you guide you, somebody that's been there, that knows, that's gone through it. Because, you know, I learned so much from my older friends who are actually were my mom's age, but they're like, oh yeah, and they laugh about it. So it's, you're getting a perspective of somebody that's been there. They laugh because they know they've been there. So you kind of get like the, you know, my friends were kind of crazy and they kind of made like big jokes out of it, made fun of it. So for me, that was helpful because I realized then that, look, I'm not the only one going through this craziness. They've been there and they're laughing about it. So I would find somebody to talk to like that. Yeah, that's true. The supporting community is very, very important. That's why I create also a, a group that the women can share their experience. They can support each other. And uh, I really believe that I'm creating even the movement when the women go out together, share and support each other. And also it's very important to find really someone who can listen, they can understand what you're going through and to support you. And uh, also in a, you can laugh, you can ha- have a fun, but you know, many times it's not so fun. So if you have wow. really someone to listen to and understand you, it's a wonderful thing. So very uh, important. Very important. So is there last thing that you can share also with our audience before you wrap up? This is there's something that you get inspired when you did the meditation or then you do the breathing and exercise to uh, motivate a little bit more them to do in this direction. I just feel like for anyone out there who's struggling right now and listening to this, I want you to understand what a beautiful human being that you are and embrace that and know that It doesn't matter what stage, you know, just like a butterfly changes, we as humans change and look how beautiful the butterfly ends up being. Think of yourself as turning into that butterfly. So beautiful. So beautiful said. Thank you so much to participate in this conversation, to share your wisdom, your experience, your suggestion for our audience I thank the listeners to be with us and listen this episode with Lisa, how to get prepared if you're not prepared during the uh, premenopause and menopause, what to expect and what to do. And I believe you can keep listening our episode and learn more how to navigate this challenging period with more ease and grace. Thank you so much and I see you in the next episode. Thank you for tuning into Menopause Made Easy. You can check out more episodes on Apple, Spotify, eHeart Radio and your favorite podcast apps. Check out the show notes for any website linked to this episode, including where to connect with me on social media. 
I appreciate you tuning in. Remember to like, subscribe and turn on your notifications so you'll be updated of each episode release. And visit me at menopausesupportacademy.com for all podcast updates as well. Appreciate you dropping by.